Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. Happy Wednesday. I hope your week is going well so far. But yeah, great to be back. Glad you're here with me today. So, welcome. And today, I'm going to be talking all about life hacks. Yes, life hacks. So, I'll get to this in a little bit. We're going to have a look at some interesting life hacks and hopefully look at some good vocabulary and expressions as well. And also, maybe tie in some tips. Of how this can relate to English too. And then, as always, I'm going to end the episode with some reviews and looking at a quote from Instagram. So, I've got lots to do today. Firstly, I want to remind everyone that if you want to help the podcast grow, you want to keep supporting me to keep me going, but you also want some kind of online English content, then I would recommend. Taking a look at my website, Level Up English. So, I've got a lot of stuff going on over there at the moment. I've got different courses that you could take part in. You can、uh, gain access to the podcast transcripts. You could read along over there. There's a lot of stuff going on. I did mention recently on a podcast episode, like on a bonus update episode, that I'm going to be changing some things. I'm going to be updating things there. So now there is no more membership. That has all gone. You can sign up for free. So anyone who's listening and you want to get some English practice and join in the community, sign up for free today. Just head over to levelupenglish.school and see what I've got going on over there. I'm quite proud of the website I've made and I hope you like it too. I think there's a lot of cool stuff and I've got a lot of exciting stuff to come. And I'm also. Very soon, in the next couple of weeks, going to release a new course all about starting a routine. And this is one that I'm really proud of. I'm really, really proud of this. But this is what you need to know if you want to start a study routine, basically. It goes through lots of different areas. It kind of talks about the perfect mindset to have, where you should study, how you should study, what you need to do to improve your English the fastest. And I really, really believe that anyone who takes this course is going to learn so much more efficiently and so much faster than otherwise. And even if you don't want to join, I recommend checking out the website. There's still lots of stuff over there. You can look at the show notes for the episodes. So there's lots of writing and you can review things. I've also got a vocabulary section too, which people have been asking for. So if there are any difficult words that I mention, In these episodes, you should see them on the show notes page. So for this episode, it will be levelupenglish.schoolslash podcast 103. Okay, anyway, for now, let's get into some life hacks. So, first of all, what is a life hack? Well, I would say a life hack is something like a little thing that you can do that makes your life much easier, much more organized. Much more efficient. Maybe you can be much healthier as well. So, it's a hack is like you know, if you're hacking into a computer, you are doing something technical and smart to gain access to a computer. 
but we can use this word hack. It could be a noun or a verb, kind of mean to improve something in a secret way, maybe a secret way that many people don't know. So a life hack. Today, I'm gonna to share some of my favorite life hacks. These are ones that I just thought of in a few minutes. There's probably more that I could talk about in the future, but I've got some interesting ones today. And I'm gonna to try to use some hopefully new and advanced English words as well. So if there are any that you need some clarification on, don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode. Okay, but I've got a few life hacks about phone use. So this is something that I've been focused on recently is trying to reduce the amount of time I use my phone. And I'm kind of almost obsessed with this with the screen time feature on my phone. So it tells me on average how much, how many hours I spend on my phone each day. And I'm trying to get it lower and lower every week. Doing quite well recently. I'm doing about two hours a day, if you must know. So is that more or less than you? Have a look. But <laughs> anyway, one good tip that I found when I'm walking, if I'm wearing a backpack, is to stow my phone in my backpack when I'm walking. So this word to stow, it's kind of like to keep something, or to put something away. We use it on airplanes as well. So keep your phone in your backpack. So you can easily pick it out your pocket and grab it. I think that's a huge life hack and probably a bit safer too, because people can't you know, steal your phone from your pocket. Another one that I love is keeping your alarm on the other side of your room. So for many people, their alarm is their phone that wakes them up in the morning. But the real, the real danger, I think, is picking up your phone, pressing snooze, or even worse, browsing Instagram the first thing in the morning. I think that's a terrible way to start the day. So I always put my phone on the other side of the room and it kind of gets, the alarm starts quietly and it gradually gets louder. So that means I can quickly get up, turn it off before I wake anyone up, and then I'm already standing up. So I might as well get dressed and start my day. And because of this hack, I can leave the bed in you know less than 30 seconds. It's one of the best things I've, I've done. Another one which I did recently, a good life hack, was to turn off notifications. <gasps> Yeah, this is quite a scary one. I, I thought I could never do this, but now I have turned off all notifications on my phone. So I will still see them if I unlock my phone and look at the notification center, but my phone will no longer vibrate or buzz or ring. It will no longer annoy me throughout the day. And I find I've just been a lot more peaceful because of this. The final thing that I do with my phone is I have dedicated a shelf where I keep my phone. So to dedicate is like to make something especially for something. You know, for example, a church is dedicated for, you know, worshipping, worshipping a god, right? It's specially made for that place. For example, I sadly do not have a dedicated study. I have to work in a corner of my, my living room. But I can dedicate a shelf. So I have one shelf where I keep my phone 
So it's not always with me. I don't use it so often. I don't waste time on it. And I have to go to that corner on the shelf to use my phone. That's another good thing that I've done. So if any of those phone hacks work for you, let me know. Okay, I've got some more random ones now. So another one that I try to do as much as I can is make my bed. So to make your bed, this means to put the sheets on the bed very neat and tidy and have no, well, few creases in them. And I think this really affects your mind. So walking in your room and just having a bed with tidy sheets will kind of make you feel happy and positive and this will affect what you do throughout the day. I really believe this. So I believe an orderly room reflects an orderly mind. So orderly, this comes from the word order, right? And it kind of means just tidy, neat, an orderly room. So it, I think if your room is tidy, it's more likely that your mind will be tidy and clear as well. But what do you think? Do you agree with that one? Oh, one in the kitchen that I love to do is rather than scooping up food waste to put in the bin, put aside a separate bowl for food waste or dedicate one bowl for food waste. So scooping up is kind of like picking up with your hand, doing that kind of scooping, turning motion, scooping up. Rather than scooping up food and like keep putting it in the bin again and again, I just have one bowl. And anytime I'm like peeling potatoes or whatever it is, cutting something, any of the waste goes in the bowl. And then I can put the bowl, well not the bowl, but the contents of the bowl in the bin when I'm done cooking. So it's much, much faster and more convenient. Or, you know, I also did a travel episode. So it was over a year ago, I believe, yeah, maybe 14, 15 months ago, quite a long time ago, I did a podcast episode all about travel. And I gave some, in my biased opinion, really interesting and good tips about traveling. And I think one of them that I didn't mention is packing your clothes. So I've I've done this for years and it always works out well. So this is rolling your clothes. Don't fold them. Roll your clothes carefully to avoid creases. Creases, wrinkles, crinkles even. All these words, kind of the lines in your clothes. Roll your clothes. So I think it depends on the material, but I try to avoid clothes that crease easily and yeah rolling my clothes really does help and I actually really surprised my friends at one point because I went to a wedding but I didn't want to carry my suit and my shirt with me the whole way on the train so I rolled it carefully into my rucksack into my backpack and when my friends saw this they were so surprised like Michael how can you roll your suit it's going to be so creased and as I unrolled the suit it came out perfectly. And my friends were so surprised. It was a very um, proud moment of my life. <laughs> okay, another one related to food. This is, I've been doing this for a few years and it's just gave me so much peace of mind, helped me to be healthier as well. And this is mapping out a meal plan. So this phrasal verb, to map out, this basically means to plan. Make a map, make a plan. 
map out a meal plan. So what I do is I have a spreadsheet, like a, like Excel spreadsheet or Google Sheets, and I would do, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, lunch, dinner, and I'll write exactly what I want to have each day. This helps immensely when it comes to shopping, making a shopping list. It just helps because I know that I'm not going to waste food. I can plan in advance what I want to be healthy. And I don't have to have the same thing every week. I can have lots of different plans. So what I generally do is spend one hour a week or maybe even 30 minutes a week planning what meals I want for that week. And it just saves so much time throughout the week, in my opinion. So meal plan, highly recommend that life hack. Another one regarding food is don't stock unhealthy snacks in your cupboard. I mean, that is if you want to avoid them anyway. So I used to have a real weakness for cookies. I would eat like a whole pack a day. And it was a very bad habit, but I got addicted. And I, I realised the solution was so simple. It's just don't buy them. And it works especially well for me because there's no shop so close to my house. So it's really not possible to go out and buy some cookies very easily. So now when I want a snack, I look in the cupboards and I've got, hmm, I've got nuts and seeds and I've got some healthy things I could have. No cookies though. So that just helps me be a bit healthier and helps me, hopefully, not gain too much weight. So that's a great one. Okay, my last one is kind of related to work and a kind of work-life balance. So many of us are working from home now because of the pandemic. I've been doing it for about five years or so, working from home. I've got a little bit of experience and there's some things that I've learnt that have worked really well for me. This might even make a good episode on, in its, on its own one day. But the main thing that I would recommend is pencil in relaxation time to your schedule. So if you pencil something in, imagine you're writing something on your calendar. Pencil in is just add some time to your schedule. In other words, schedule something in your calendar. So this is really, really important, I think. I used to not do this and I used to just work right up until I went to sleep and it was really unhealthy. But these days I have like a strict line. After 6pm, I don't do any work. It's only cooking, relaxing, washing, that kind of stuff. So I make sure I always have some time each day to relax and not work. And the best thing about this is you don't feel guilty. If you don't pencil in that time, you will feel guilty whenever you take a break. So it's really, really important to set strict boundaries with yourself, and even if you're working for yourself at home. Okay, for the last few minutes, I want to share some study and English life hacks. So these are hacks that hopefully will help your English studies and, well, yeah, let me know if you're doing any of them or maybe you don't agree with some, which is completely fine. The first one is, again, a, I talk about it a lot, routine. Have the same habit for study each day. Don't rely on motivation. I did a whole episode about this before, but basically... If you just study when you feel like it, you won't get much study done. Let's be honest. Like we're, I'm not like that and probably you're not either. So if you can have that same habit, just like brushing your teeth, that's going to make it much easier to sit down and study because you don't even think about it, right? 
That's one of the biggest hacks I can recommend. Another one which I have found this year, I bought it at Christmas, I think, were noise-cancelling headphones. You might even hear now, if my microphone is picking it up, a police siren in the background. I get a lot of them in London. But with my headphones on, I cannot hear anything. Even if I'm not playing music, it's completely silent and it's so good. I can block out noisy neighbours, I can block out loud birds or loud dogs. It's the best thing you can do to study if you get distracted by sounds. So it might be a little expensive, it's a kind of an investment, but I recommend some noise-cancelling headphones. Another tip when it comes to revising and memorising is speaking out loud, right? So apparently, according to a random picture I found online, you are 50% more likely to remember something if you speak it out loud. So whenever you're reviewing your notes, reading a book, or just practicing English, speaking out loud is going to be a lot better than just reading it in your head. So that's one thing you could do. Another thing, again, this applies to work and study as well, is to complete the hardest tasks first. So when you kind of want to make a list of what you want to do, do the hardest one first. Maybe this won't work for you, but I think this is great. So even if I lose all my energy and I can't do anything else, at least I've done the hardest task. At least I've got that out the way with. And then I've got the motivation to complete the little tasks after that. So for English study, it might be something you find very difficult. It could be reading. It could be having a conversation with someone. Something very hard that you can do. You can get out of the way and then you can focus on the other stuff. The final life hack today, which is perfect timing because we're almost coming up to my self-imposed time limit, is to take a walk every day. This may not seem like much of a life hack, but this really is good at clearing your mind. Take a walk every day. It's good for your mental health. It's good for ideas. And it's really, really good for consolidating what you know. So to consolidate is to make it more stuck in your head. So when you take a break from studying, it allows everything you learned to sink into your memory, sink into your head. So maybe you could even consider after you study, just go for a walk, a quick, maybe 10 minute walk and see how it changes your life. But okay, little bit of a different episode today, kind of had a list of life hacks I hope you found interesting because I I love this topic and hopefully gave you some ideas and you learnt some words as well. Now it's your homework, sorry to mention the H word, but if you have any ideas, if you have any life hacks you would like to share, please go to levelupenglish.school slash podcast 103. Leave a comment on that episode. I would love to hear your life hacks. It might help me and hopefully help other people listening as well. I'm sure you've got some great ideas of how we can make our lives easier, more enjoyable and healthier. But okay, so I would like to thank a few people who have been kind enough to leave podcast reviews. One of them is from a username called Banan maybe banana, no, banan, dot, 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 in Saudi Arabia. 
And they said, two years ago, I promised myself to have a new language to learn and master, especially the English language. I am a painter who likes to describe my artwork to others so they can understand. And I found that it, and I found it tough to speak another language in front of a group of people. So now I realize that leveling up in English every day, and I truly enjoyed learning a language because of you. Thank you for being so generous and kind in sharing that with everyone. And they also said, please, if you have a social media accounts, let us know. That is such a nice message. I'm really, that's a really good goal. You're a painter who wants to describe your artwork. That's such a cool goal. And yes, I do have social media. I've got everything. You know, I've got one social media for English with Michael and another for Level Up English. My main space is Instagram, which is just called English with Michael. I also have a one for Level Up English, which is Level dot up English. I've got YouTube with both of those names, English with Michael, and what else? I've also got Facebook, but I don't really use Facebook. So Instagram and YouTube are the best places to find me. Just search for English with Michael, and that's my main channels. And I'd love for you to follow me there. I do a lot over there. I had another review from Moaz, and this might even be the same Moaz who left me a question, which I'm answering in next week's episode. If not, then thank you both Moazes for listening. But if so, thank you for leaving a review. He said, congrats, Michael. I'm stuck with your podcast and I can't change it. It's amazing. <laughs> thank you. One more from Imalasharani. Oh, so their name is Allah. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Sorry, I'm very bad with Arabic names. But they said, hello, I have been listening to your podcast for a while and I think it's a very good podcast. Keep going and please, can you talk more about writing? Thanks from Saudi Arabia. Okay, thank you very much for all those reviews. I really appreciate it. I've done an episode very recently about writing. I won't do another one very soon, but I'm sure I will look back at this topic in the future. Okay, and to finish today's episode, I'm going to look at one inspiring quote from my Level Up English Instagram page. And this is, let's see here. This is one from Willa Kaffer. And they said, there are some things you learn best in calm and some in storm. So sometimes it's easier to learn when it's calm. Sometimes it's easier to learn when it's stormy. What does that mean to you? Have a think about it. But yeah, thank you very much for watching today. I really hope you enjoyed it. And good luck with your studies this week. Good luck with your practice. More importantly, have a great week. See you next time. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.